0: We have the pleasure of welcoming Chuck Brook to our interview series. I'm Vanessa Rose from the Engati team. Let's begin with just a quick introduction of Engati. Engati is the world's leading multilingual no-code chatbot platform, available across 14 channels with 25,000 bots created across 186 countries in every domain and use case. We run the Engati blog and the video channel, which receives upwards of 300,000 visitors annually. And now for our guest, Chuck Brooks is a globally recognized thought leader for cybersecurity and emerging technologies. He is a president of Brooks Consulting International and an adjunct faculty at Georgetown University. LinkedIn named Chuck as one of the top five tech people to follow on LinkedIn. He was named by Thomson Reuters as the top 50 global influencer in risk by IFSEC as a second global cybersecurity influencer and as a top 50 global marketer. he is also a cybersecurity expert for the network at the Washington Post, visiting editor at Homeland Security today and a contributor to Forbes. Welcome, Chuck. we're thrilled to have you.
1: Thank you, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: So Chuck, let's start with the first question. How ready for you? You think the customer service industry is, and what role do you think AI plays in bringing about that
1: change? Uh, well, I think there's there's a, a technological transformation taking place. Uh, uh, COVID nineteen or no COVID nineteen, the, the whole world has been changing towards digital um, in, in in the last few years, and our capacity to basically tap into machine learning and and artificial intelligence to be algorithms has sort of uh, re. Reshape the whole uh, landscape of the ability to to uh, analyze data, to focus on trends, to to look at special patterns. And this is being applied; it's definitely being applied now to 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 fighting the virus. But it's also been applied to a whole variety of industries—from medical technology to cybersecurity to manufacturing to industrial. Uh, Everything is being affected, and I see uh, affected. And I think see artificial intelligence is probably being one of the more sort of Malthusian uh, game changers uh, in, in the next decade where everything is going to be uh, related to some sort of capacity for, for machines to operate uh, with more autonomy and for our, our lives to be a little bit, it would definitely be shaped in a different way.
0: What, what do you think businesses need to do to take charge now once this is all over?
1: Uh, once this is all over, I think they have to reevaluate how they do business. You know, I think one of the things we're we're looking at is is a remote economy and, and globally, where a lot of people can now uh, do business uh, you know from their house uh, or from wherever they reside or, or if they're back in the office too. So I think the whole sort of uh, ecosystem is going to be changed in how they deal business and is also how they put their resources, uh, where they prioritize their their research, where they prioritize their their marketing, uh, and how they they revamp their operations. And I think the lessons. Of of COVID is 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 not only in in technology, it's but basically on how we communicate and how we get our information and and how we uh, adapt to it and, and apply it. So it affects us uh, immediately. And I think that's what's happened uh, between uh, you know I can speak for the United States uh, the, the the daily communications, the involvement of the private sector with the government, and uh, looking at all the stats and data. Um, you know I think has has really been implicated uh, with with. Uh, uh, the use of machine learning primarily where you're able to to take a vast amounts of data and see what trends are. You're able to track stuff on, on cell phones. You're able to, uh, to look at things and then communicate the outcomes and, and adapt, you know, the, the, the distancing and other things. And I think this is going to transcend to the business world globally. Uh, I, I see that, you know, we're going to be looking at, first of all, I think it brings the world a lot closer in, in one sense, uh, because we're, we're all a phone call away as we're not demonstrating now. Um, but uh you know, it's going to change uh, things to do, and I think it's going to change the the equation of how we look at research and development and prototyping because we're doing such so fast. I think we've looked, at, we've sort of taken, uh, we've sort of ignored the fact of, of the input of the role of science in, in our era. You know, it's been mainly done by, by large corporations and, and and a profit motive. It's it's fine, but I think it it really is a partnership now between government and people and, and companies to develop a, you know the next path forward to how we can better the world through technology.
0: So even with its negative effects, it's made, a, it's made some difference. It's brought us closer as individuals and as businesses.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think we're now tuned in and, to, and we're looking at the impact and we're looking at the potentials.
0: So Chuck, you have been named top tech person to follow by LinkedIn. So how has being a leading influencer helped you change the way businesses accept technology?
1: Yeah, I interesting enough I think the LinkedIn platform has really been a catalyst for a lot of things I've done just because it's it's you know the, the type of people around it are on it were everyone from uh, CEOs down to to uh, entry workers and I think people are are looking at you know what you put out in thought leadership so I think uh, a lot of the writings and posts and, and interviews and things like these that, that I've, I've included on LinkedIn have created basically an opportunity for me to be an a evangelist uh, to promote emerging technologies to promote their use and of course cybersecurity too because uh, with having uh, such interconnectivity um, also comes uh, opportunities for the bad guys and when the bad guys do it um, you need to protect yourself and cybersecurity is needs to do it but in a nutshell I think it, you know having this, this role on LinkedIn has really given me a personal platform and I've been able to use it through my, my work in, in media in academia and of course in business so I'm grateful for it
0: Really nice honor to be
1: recognized by LinkedIn. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's really, I think, uh, for, for business particularly, and uh, it's really become a, a tremendous forum, you know, just the groups themselves and the posts. And, and I really, there's so much good stuff out there. You know, you really, you know, I used to, when I grew up, as was Encyclopedia Britannica. you had to go and research stuff. But now, anything you want on any subject, there's always an expert or expert post out there. And people are very friendly. And there's a lot of interaction too. And, and you find things every day. So I'm, I'm really excited with LinkedIn. I just passed my uh, 60,000 follower on it. So, um, I mean, I'm looking to get to 100,000.
0: <laughs> Being a thought leader in cybersecurity, what measures do you think an organization should take to be safe from incidents like that?
1: Well, I think it starts with cyber hygiene. You know, you're seeing along with this, the COVID-19, you're seeing a whole lot of phishing attacks uh, masking you know and, 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 and replicating uh legitimate sites like johns hopkins university but uh, site tracking it they take the photo and they send it and they say you got to open this link and it's a it's a phishing attack so i think uh one of the first things that that people have to do is is be aware of, of the nefarious environment around them and certainly not clink on click on links that they don't recognize and and double check to see where the sources are um they also have to you know have backups um if they can they should use vpns to they protect their networks, um, and, and if they're sophisticated, uh, they have a small business. They want to probably encrypt some of the more sensitive items they have there. But I think it all starts with sort of awareness, uh, because there's so many threats out there. You know, not just from nation states and organized crime, but just from hackers mm-hmm. who are causing nuisances. And you know, it's easy for them to do. Um, you know, to, to get to you, and you have to recognize that everyone's invul- vulnerable. And you know, you, the more you do it to have a, a sort of a layered effect and, and awareness. And, Basic cybersecurity hygiene, the less probability that something's going to happen to you. But
0: you can never really be safe away as long as it's step aware.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, there's no such thing as is ultimate safety, but you can do measures just like you do when you when you go out to a, you know shopping wherever you always look you know around you see who's there you know it's there's organized crime and crime everywhere, and it's just very easy for uh, people to do it remotely. <laughs> From the uh, corners of the globe and attack you, and and there's no ability to see who they are, unless you're like a, a government agency or a big corporation that has the capability. So, you know, for individuals, I always recommend uh, you know do as much as you can and, and read up on it too. You really because you have to look at where the threats are coming from so you can protect yourself. Particularly things like nowadays, like ransomware, which are very prevalent. Um, and what do you
0: believe are the opportunities and challenges for technology today? Where do you see it evolving
1: from business a few years from now? I think we're going to have a a really exponential change in the next decade. Um, uh, And largely because it's because of the advent of of new technologies such as 5G, which will allow for greater bandwidth and rapid sharing of information. Uh, The amount of new satellites being put up to share communications, and particularly the Internet of Things, which is, you know, 50 billion connected devices. so I think you know the te- in telemedicine now, which is happening remote, we're seeing that a lot because of COVID. Uh, that's been uh, accelerated. So I think we're we're in a in a really interesting era where I think technology is really going to define who we are and what we do. And uh, you know, as I said earlier, I think artificial intelligence is sort of going to be the backbone of that, uh, or machine learning initially before we get to that level of uh, of, uh, of depth. But it's interesting now that there's actually technology that could. Translate brain thoughts into sentences. So, you know, I think we're we're you know, years ago we thought you know, two thousand one was going to be game changing, and we, the movie came out with Stanley Kubrick, and, and you know there'd be robots, basically intelligence. We're not there yet, but we're much closer. And I think in the next ten years, we're going to see a lot more, and it's going to affect everything we do and everywhere we go. How
0: do you see it improving customer
1: service, especially? I, I've already seen that. I think part of the of technology that uh, uh, for, for consumers is large companies have already been able to look at the behavioral uh, uh, you know uh, aspects of how we shop, what we buy, what what, what you know they're constantly doing uh, basically uh, you know polls and stuff and seeing, but they're also monitoring now and they can because of the large amounts of data and, and ability to surveil your data on on Google and other things, so what you click on, they're able to basically look at what the ideal buyer would want. And so customer service is adapting to that it's also uh when we go back to normal when we have retail stores again i think you're going to see the interesting things where you could basically uh you know you go to a screen and shape the kind of product you want to get and and they will be able to to sort of get it for you so i think uh, uh there'll be a lot of different things between customer service and interaction and of course the biggest thing i think is, is these bots that are coming out now that you can answer your questions and, and uh it's not re- not necessarily required on people to be up at all Hours of the night, but bots can, are getting more sophisticated uh, with the machine learning capabilities, and and uh, and that's that's going to be another area of customer service that's going to improve a lot. Especially
0: when everybody's working from home now. Chatbots.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, working at home now is is that you you have you are you are your um, your personal, your social, and your business life are now intertwined. And uh, you're going to use all these technological capabilities, all three of those. And going back to the cyber thing again, that's probably one of the best uh, lessons I give is try and keep your your personal separated from your business if you have two computers. uh, Because that's where a lot of the cyber issues come up. And, uh, you know, but it's it's not easy to do. And it's probably more difficult now with people mostly working in remote uh, locations. But um, that will be a trend.
0: And what advice would you give someone on leveraging technology at the startup level in building a winning business?
1: You know, I would, I would say that if you're going to design an, uh, a business, you know, you have to look at uh, the capabilities that are uh, out there today and you know, out there tomorrow. I'd, I'd say, you know, look at republications like MIT Technology Review, uh, Futurism, and all these things because uh, the, the rapid pace of technological change is, is such an impact on business right now that the things you could develop now could be absolutely in five months. So in and, and the same time, you want to look at what's working for others. So there's nothing, you don't have to invent everything new. You can learn from the the, the value of others. I think Amazon's the, the really the the great example of there about building a whole business, you know, originally from selling books to looking at the fact that that people want to buy stuff online and they want to have service to their door and they want to have ability to call up and see and rate the product. So uh, I, I think that's going to be you know, part of those kind of trends where you look at your business where, where the market is, where you can see your personas and your buyers and use technology to sort of gather the data or promote the data through marketing, um, you know, uh, through technological means and especially through social media. So
0: you're saying it doesn't matter how big or small a business is, it's how fast you adapt. technology.
1: That's a good way of putting it. I think it sort of equalizes the playing field now. You know, if you have a good idea, a good product, I think everyone has capability now to, to market that product and sell that product.
0: But
1: Chuck, is there any advice you'd like to give our viewers? Yeah, I, my advice to give the viewers is, is stay tuned because I think, you know, after we beat this, this, this uh, horrible uh, virus, uh, I think we're going to have a, a, a new era of innovation, new era of technology. And uh, I think that now is the time to sort of learn Take this time to learn what's out there, to, to, to certify, take certification courses, read. Uh, one of the, the values, I think, of, of what's happened uh, with, uh, in, a, in a good way is that now things are, are, many courses now are online that never were before. Everything used to be in, paid in person, but I think you can take advantage of that sitting from your house to learn about areas in cybersecurity, learn about engineering, learn about artificial intelligence. And the more you learn, the more valuable that is going to be for your life and for your business uh, in the future.
0: It was lovely, Chakya. Yeah, it's time to
1: work on ourselves now. and work on
0: ourselves. Thank you so much. Really? For us. It was lovely talking to you.
1: Great talking to you. I appreciate it.
0: Stay safe. So our viewers are going to love this. Great, thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Angati Engage series. We'll be launching more interviews with experts across the globe. Until then, stay tuned.